Hey, everybody, and welcome to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jessica Sterling, here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? I'm doing really, really well. I'm so excited. I always say that, um, but it's true. I, I'm continuously always excited, but today we're extra excited, aren't we now? Yes, we have a special guest. Um, for those who are not aware, I don't know how you wouldn't be aware, um, we just I just got married uh, this past weekend. Well, I guess now it's two weekends ago, but whatever. And our to our sports correspondent, Will, and he is here today because this is a sportsy episode. So, Will, welcome to the podcast. How are thank, you? Thank you for having me. Are you excited to be here on your first, uh, your debut on Shit 90 Shows, Tommy? Yes, I'm very excited to be here. And I'm surprised it took me so long since I live in the same house. That's true. However, <laughs> we usually record when you're not around. That's to be true. Fair. That's true. <laughs> um, how's your first week of being newlyweds going? It's good. It's good. So we went, um, we took a miniature honeymoon to the Poconos uh, for a little bit less than a week. And we just got back a few days ago. And since then, we've pretty much just kind of been bumming around. We went to Marshall's today, which is very exciting. <laughs> That's very exciting for me. I mean, you and I, you sent me your haul video. And yes. um, Jessica and I like to pretend like we're YouTubers sometimes. It's totally normal. It's fine. <laughs> like, you don't have to worry about it. It's like not psychotic or anything. But uh, we're amateur YouTubers. And we love to show each other haul videos. Um, so that was a great haul today. Ten, yes. Um, I would give that a five star re review. Um, or I don't a, think a like. do they do reviews anymore on YouTube. I feel like UGA, you just like and subscribe. No, there's no it. reviews on YouTube. I just want five star reviews on Shit 90 Shows podcast. Oh, that makes sense. So, yeah. Yeah. It was it was funny too because I was like, oh well, I have to send Sarah my haul video. And he was like, yeah. What is a haul video? And I was like, How do you not know what a haul video is? But he misunderstood. He thought I'm an H A L L. Yeah, not. I thought you were doing a video oh. in the hallway. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, it okay, made no so this sense. Is, yeah, you were like, This is the start of my home tour. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, the, just a hall, and which was funny because if you've been in our house, like it, there's not really a hallway. It's like there's a tiny it, spot where all the doors meet. Yeah, That's it. It's a hall. It's, it's a, a very small it's hall. A tiny hall, but it's a hall. Yeah. Well, next time I want the hall in the hall. Video. Yeah. Yeah. So hall, hall. we did the hall. That was fun. <laughs> um. Yeah. Beyond that, we're just kind of hanging out. Um. Oh yes, we should do. We should premiere our new drink segment name. Sarah, now did you come up with this or did did someone else send this idea to you? Um, I I would say it was a collaboration between me and you because you said that um on our last podcast that you wanted something that like you said you wanted it what's like a word for like alliteration? Alliteration. Well, yes. okay. I yeah, I would have gotten there eventually, I promise. <laughs> um but okay, so our new drink segment is now called 90s nightcap. Yes, which like everybody should be very excited. There's alliteration. It makes sense. There are drinks involved. Um, so today, Will and I are drinking um, a wine that we bought in Pennsylvania called Allegro Apple Cinnamon. Um, it kind of tastes like apple pie, but like liquefied. I don't know exactly how I feel about it's it. It's yeah. an apple wine with spices in it. Yeah. It's not a cider. I love it. It's not a cider. Oh. It's a wine. You no. will like it. I think it's like 11%. Yeah. 
Uh, I don't know. Does it say it's malt? It's like 11%. Yeah, 11% alcohol. Which is a lot. I feel like that's a lot for a wine. I'm a fan. Okay, we're getting crazy today. <laughs> um, okay. It's not that big of a bottle and it's split between the two that's of us. That's true. Yeah. So we got oh, it says you can enjoy it warm or chilled. We oh. prefer chilled. Oh. So, I, I think that you should have tried it warm. We should put it in the microwave. I don't. What? I don't want to do that. Apple pie. Oh no. <laughs> so I am uh, giving the Sarah's. What did I call it last time? Uh, basically, I'm having like another m- mimosa. So, uh, so that's what I'm having mm. today. Mm. Sounds good. Oh yeah, the champers. Champs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you said that we were going to come and have champagne today, so I came prepared. Yeah, I forgot Oops. all about it. We ended. Up, we did have mimosas yeah. on the honeymoon, which is yeah. Nice. We finished our champagne already. Yeah. Well, I forgot. Right. We have wine this time. That's fine. All right. <laughs> so before we get into the episode, Will, mm. I wanted to just know um, a couple things. Okay. Okay. My first thing is, how does it feel sharing Jessica with some girl from New Jersey? <laughs> It's okay. It's, it's she's happy. It's a stressful year. She can do what she wants. There we go. I don't okay. care. All right. And then my real question and it's is It's not like she can cause any real damage because she can't leave the house anyway. There's a pandemic <laughs> going on. Do you think True. that we would get into trouble if yeah. we were next to each other? <laughs> I def- we definitely you would. never know. It would be like what episode was it? Episode four, but like was it episode four, the drunk cast? Oh, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, it would be oh, like that, no. but in real life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, never forget. <laughs> okay, but my serious question I is: like, Boy Meets World, like the water guns or something. It was like, where? Yes, where we would gonna... have a water gun fight if we were in person <laughs> in in the fall. Yes. Um. Oh yeah. I mean, that's a little cold, but mm-hmm. we could do that. Yes. Okay. Well, my real question: I'm a hard hitting journalist, and okay. my real question is: What is your history with Boy Meets World? My history with Boy Meets World is I saw a ton of it when I was a kid because it would be on like pretty much every day when I would get home from school. Mm-hmm. And I saw a lot of it that way. I remember specifically a few episodes. Uh, I mean, that Halloween episode much later mm-hmm. in the series scared me out of my mind. That's iconic. And that always stuck in my mind. Yeah. But uh, – and then my sister was a really big fan, and she actually got every season on DVD once one year for Christmas. Ooh. So it was a staple in the household. Are you Team Sean or Team Corey? I was always Team Sean growing up. I always liked him a bit more, but I always related more to Corey. Okay. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. Yeah. So- mm. Now, I guess that's all the questions. I'm not a very good journalist. I just, <laughs> it's a new profession for me. Tough, tough questions for Will. <laughs> I hope I didn't make you sweat too much. No, I'm good. I got the apple wine. What is your feeling Holy on God. us coining um, Alan as the zaddy of the show? I, I think that rightfully so. Okay, there we go. Yeah. See? There we go. I like it. Good takes. Yes. Do you have any questions for us? <laughs> any questions? Uh, feedback from our previous episodes since you are <laughs> our number one fan yes uh, i've listened to every episode yeah some um, some clips many times because they <laughs> they just are always on social media and i love it 
<laughs> and Jessica sometimes gets so excited about them. She makes me listen. I to do. Them. I played them immediately because I get very, yeah. very excited about them. I'm like, you have to listen to this. It's the funniest thing you've ever heard. Yeah. Okay. It's have like, you I, ever... I never knew that car doors always opened. Oh, my God. You know. <laughs> <laughs> All of them open up. It made yeah. sense in my head when I was saying it. Um, yes. And did you ever use a... Um, a Kool-Aid jammers oh top as a retainer. <laughs> as a retainer. You know, no. You know, it was must have been just my school. Like it makes sense, but like it literally had to just be my school that did this. Yeah. No one from my school is listening to this, I bet. But if no. if you went to a school in upstate New York and you did this, you need to let me know that I'm not alone. You're alone. Yeah, I probably am alone. That's okay. <laughs> well, now I'm you're legally bound to me, so I'm not alone anymore. But you're still alone with the <laughs> retainer there. I'm not going to do that. Anyway. Maybe that's why I didn't need braces. Okay. <laughs> that, yeah. That had no bearing on my mouth structure. Okay. Um, okay anyway. Can you imagine if that like messed up? Like, that's, that's, it. that's it. why I always have this one crooked tooth. Is yeah. of the, 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 the orthodontist is like, sorry, Jessica, you're gonna have to get another two years of braces. I have no idea why, but you have an indentation of a Kool Aid <laughs> jammer top, and it looks just like that. But that must be a coincidence because no sane person would ever do that. <laughs> 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 so, okay okay well i guess we'll just put it <laughs> he's like enjoy your next two years of braces uh, yeah well anyway moving on from that um we're here to talk about season one episode nine class pre-union we're still doing the puns we're still here with the puns i'm not complaining yeah um but the funny air- thing about this episode is it would actually their 20-year reunion would be in 2020 right yeah that's crazy. Really? Yeah. yeah. They So basically, Feeney, at the beginning of the episode, Feeney's like, okay, we're going to treat this like a 20-year class reunion. And he's like, you guys will graduate in 2000. Wow. So it's okay, wild. so that's really cool. And I was, okay, so the air date of this was November 26, 1993. And for a millisecond, I got really excited because I was like, oh my God, it's the, it's the reunion, the 30 year reunion of the air date, but it's not, I'm jumping the gun. It's not November. <laughs> so not quite uh, there yet. Not, no. not quite. I, not quite as much as we all wish it was Christmas time and not quite. There are already Christmas things in stores. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's oh yeah. It's not even, I mean, but they've probably been there for a few weeks and I just haven't been to stores. I'm positive. But yeah. Um, yeah. So we start off the episode and um, Morgan is getting, Corey is behind a camera filming Morgan and his parents getting ready to go to like a children's party. I found it weird because when I was a kid, both parents did not go. It was usually like one parent drops you off and then picks you up later. Hmm. Well, I guess I would agree. Um, but my dad traveled for work, as you know. Mm-hmm. So he never brought me to kids' parties. Uh, mm. But yeah, usually it was one parent. Yeah, it was always my mom dropping me off at parties. Yeah. My dad worked and he didn't drop me off at parties. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe, this, twice, is, maybe this is a party where like they're friends with the parents. Um, mm. But no, they're not because we... Not with the host, at least. <laughs> Not with the host. Yeah. But maybe it was something like that. Like, maybe the parents did hang out. But there was no supervision for the trading of 
the necklace. No, and I would have never been allowed to wear my mother's gold jewelry at what, like five or six? I don't know how old Morgan is, but like I would assume she's around that age. That just kind of seems crazy to me. Yeah. (laughs) Like, did you ever like have like a toy or something and you let like a friend borrow it and then they didn't give it back for a while? Or like a game, you let them like use. Mine still is older, I don't think. I don't yeah. know. Sarah, what about you? Like, did you ever like lend your friends things? I, I like got like a weird flashback for like a second. And like, it was a fleeting memory. I feel like something like that did happen at one point. Or like I stole the toy. More likely. <laughs> <laughs> I have um, one story. Like, and you can like think about that and hopefully it comes back to you. I had uh, Game Boy Color when I was in, like, I don't know. It must have been, like, first grade or second grade or mm-hmm. something. And I got the Pokemon Blue for it. And I also had Pokemon Red. And one of my friends wanted to borrow the blue one. Mm, borrow. And I let him borrow it. And I didn't get it back for a long time. It's not cool. Until my mom was like, you got to tell him you want that back. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was not cheap. No, not at no. that point, No. Did you so, ever get it back? I did get it back. Because oh. blue was the one I had. That was the and good one. I eventually lost it. I mean, that's <laughs> oh, surprising. No, it's I'm, not surprising. Your friend probably would have taken better care of it. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds oh, like well. your friend should have kept the Pokemon blue. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? He could have bought his own. That's so true. whatever. <laughs> but you were nice yeah. for lending it to him. Yeah. But... Mm. So Corey's like videotaping. He borrowed his dad's camera. Can't be trusted with that. He's doing an expose on the fact that as a middle child, he doesn't get any attention, which obviously I call bullshit on since Mm -hmm. the attention is on him constantly and solely. So the Mm -hmm. one time that they buy Morgan a pretty new dress and lend her a necklace. Like that's when Corey's like complaining. I think it's just ridiculous because it's always about Corey as we've discussed many times. Especially when he's in trouble and he knows exactly why. Yeah. He can't even take care of a camera. How's he supposed to be expected to take care of something (laughs) even nicer than that? You know? Yeah. Um, And the reason he's in trouble is because he was calling a Canadian province now. Our friend Karen from Canada did tell us how to pronounce this place. So I'm going to attempt. And if I get it wrong, I'm going to get yelled at by Karen. So it's Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan? No, you're not no. supposed to say Saskatchewan. It's Saskatchewan. I'm sorry to the Canadians I have offended. <laughs> okay, Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. Yes. Saskatchewan. Okay. So, and he basically, he's like, basically, Alan's like, oh, you wanted to learn to talk Canadian. And so Karen had challenged us to come up with like a Canadian, what we think as we're all Americans here, Mm. um, what we think like a Canadian phrase would be. Okay. And we're the, the goal of this thing is to offend every single Canadian. Absolutely. I mean, obviously we're going to. We're Americans. That's kind of our job. All right. So uh, who wants to go first? Will doesn't have to go first. I'll go first. Ladies (laughs) Um, first. Ladies first. Okay. So (laughs) as a Canadian um, that I would like to be one day, I would say um, uh, uh, we're going to say like, sorry, I spilt this uh 
hot um uh what is that stuff called what's the fries oh, called oh um what's the fries with gravy a poutine poutine okay sorry i spilt this poutine on justin throw he is just <laughs> too hot and uh don't you think so a <laughs> Okay. All right, Jess, um, uh, okay. Or no, I would like to. Okay, yes. can I say this? I mean, can I maybe? say that I would like to eat the uh, <gasps> poutine off, off of Justin, him, <laughs> Justin Theroux, because he's so hot. A eh? he is good looking. Oh, like, did you we see were... the? Did you see the meme of the wind blowing and he putting his fingers through his hair? No, but now oh. we need to. That's hilarious. We were just talking about like which US presidents or was it was it just presidents what? or was it was it people like political figures in general that were like the sexiest? You brought it up. I did yeah. bring it up. It's my fault. But like obviously Obama's like up there as well as like JFK. Like they were like the top two. Yeah, the, I mean those are the only those are the other only the rest other. of them are all bad for the most yeah. part. Mm. Yeah. But no, now I need to see this. But let me, okay, so while you're finding the meme, let me think. I think I would like, I think I'd have to include pasta because they say pasta instead pasta? of pasta. They do. They say pasta. Oh, that's yeah. psychotic. It, thank you. I know. But yeah, you have to get a sorry in there because they do apologize. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, I sorry. On... I was uh, making some pasta and uh, I uh, spilt it all over the rug. Uh, a. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i think that they i'm talking to two canadians here I, I, right? <laughs> <laughs> all right i guess i'll give it a shot yeah you gotta go like all right guys i'm on my way to tim horton sorry if i spill my hot coffee on your legs i'm riding the moose to get to tim horton <laughs> right. get the tin bits <laughs> Oh. That's good. Tim Hortons. That was a good shout out. Yeah, yeah, Tim Bits. Tim Bits. I forgot about the sorry. Tim Bits. Me too. Yeah, that's a good one. I'm sorry. He's so they don't... What? Oh, JD? Or what's it? Not JD. JD. <laughs> JD's cute too. JD, we love you. <laughs> Will's choking. <laughs> Justin Trudeau. Uh, I, I feel like JT. I just a, a wombat water. Like, did I just uncover like a wombat water love triangle that I did not know about? We do love um, JD. Shout out to JD if he's listening. Mm -hmm. Um. So, yeah. So, while... um. So basically, there we end up at Corey's school. Corey is playing; they're doing like a role playing thing. Corey is George Washington. Minkus is King George. And all I thought of was like Minkus as King George and Hamilton. Yeah, and I couldn't unsee it. Yeah, this is the first scene reading of uh, Hamilton ever. <laughs> I don't think that would go very well. Why? I don't think Minkus is like the. Like pizzazz. Enough. No, I disagree very strongly. I feel like Minkus, when he says to Topanga, he's like, I see the future, babe, and it's me. <laughs> like strong King George vibes. That was a lot of sass right there. Thank you. And King yeah, George has a lot of sass. Of sass. Yeah. yeah. That is true. But basically, Corey sees like no point in any of this. He says all Georges are boring, which was fantastic. <laughs> so fantastic. Um, I had all my pets when I was a kid were named George. It must have been really? boring. <laughs> yeah i don't know why but i was obsessed with the name george and so like turtles i would find frogs i would they were all george hmm. there's a period of time when i named all of my ipods ralph how many ipods did you 
good amount. <laughs> Why Ralph? Uh, I don't know. I guess like Jessica was just yeah. like really connected to Ralph. It's a solid name. Okay. Did you have a name that you named it? No. 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 I didn't think so. No. No. We're weird. Okay. He's not the type. Nope. Um, Apparently, when we got our first dog when I was a kid, I wanted to name him Mike. But Mike? I, don't, I don't remember it, but my mom always told me that. <laughs> oh. Wait, did you have like a friend named Mike? I had an uncle, Michael. Maybe that's why. I don't know. Oh, it's funny. Re- I don't remember it. Um, so Feeney decides he's going to give out an assignment uh, where they're going to go 20 year, like basically at their 20 year high school reunion. Um, and they're going to like come up with what they're doing at that point in their life, which like we said before is kind of crazy because it would be in 2020. Um, that's so cool. It really is. And we were, I was doing the math too. Like they'd be 32 when they're coming up with these like fake careers and everything. Hmm. So honestly, like not, we're all kind of around that age. So it is kind of weird to think of Hmm. like, that's what they were imagining is where we are right now in our lives. Um, so also, I don't know. Did you notice that Topanga was wearing like that doily dress again? I mean, when you have a low budget, you got to do what you got to do. I we like spe- it. Yeah. I feel like it has realism. Yeah, yeah. we were I mean, yeah. spending a lot of money on Halloween costumes this episode. So <laughs> that's true. The, the budget for that Phillies um, outfit quite high. <laughs> yeah, quite high. The rights to use it. Yeah. Kind oh, yeah. Like- so they pay extra for that. I mean, I don't know. Probably. Oh. I guess, right. I guess so they'd have to because, like, if you're putting any of those logos on the shows. I guess so. I mean, I noticed in the middle of the episode they were in the lunchroom and one kid had a bag of what was, like, obviously Doritos, but they black out the D, so it's just Oritos. But are you sure it wasn't that they had, like, the lighter font D? Because I feel like I remember that being a Doritos bag back in the day. I mean, maybe they edited it out. I don't know. Hmm. But I didn't see a D there. So So it looks like some... Delicious Oritos. <laughs> Do you think that they had to pay Meatloaf to use his merch last week? Oh my gosh. Maybe he paid them. <laughs> I mean, it was the 90s. At the so time he was big. At, in the early 90s? Yes. Still. I, th- I mean, I don't know. I think so. I don't really know. Maybe that was the gag. I don't know. Maybe that was the gag was that he wasn't big anymore and Feeney just thought he was. I'm trying to get <laughs> trying to get the kids to listen to Meatloaf, yeah. so they put it on Boy Meets World. There you go. Yeah. But we still listen to Meatloaf. Oh, by the way, mm. I just want okay. I want to take my platform. I have a platform, right, Jess? I have a platform. You I want to tell everybody. Wait, do that- you have a platform? <laughs> I want to tell all these TikTok oh. people. I was a fan of Fleetwood Mac way before some <laughs> pumpkin head spilled a pumpkin spice latte on his head. You that was the other guy who did it. It was the uh, guy on the skateboard with the the big thing of juice. Okay. I want to say that I was a fan way before that guy spilt the juice on his face then. Because (laughs) Dreams has been my favorite song for like 10 years. And it's Mm. bullshit that you come in, TikTokers, and you say that this is your song. It is my song. (laughs) I saw Stevie Nicks play that song in person and i said to my mother and that con- in that concert hey mom do you think they'll play dreams and she said no but guess what stevie nicks said in that concert in an undefined amount of time ago she said this is one of my most popular songs and i'm going to play it for you and i heard it and it was great so you tiktokers you don't own that song i own that song hmm. 
I just had to there say that. There we go. I'm sick of this. Take that, youngins. Yeah. <laughs> I, Did you I'm see sorry. A guy from the band recreated the video of him like on a skateboard with this song. I did not see that. Was yeah. it Lindsay? Because we don't like him. It might have been. I don't know. I don't know who it was. I, you showed me the video. It was but a I guy. He had a beard. I'm not sure who. If it you was. guys know, let us know that shit. Nineties pod. You know, Jessica yeah. told me to turn off TikTok and never put it back on. So I, I don't think not. it's good for you. I don't think it's healthy for you. <laughs> no, I I t- I stopped it. So <laughs> it could have. I could have went to a bad addiction. It's a black hole. I put it mm. away. Um, so yeah, so this is the start of the, like, lust for Topanga by Minkus, um, because he's basically like, oh, can I bring my wife? And Sean's like, who the heck would marry you? Yeah. And, and he's like, oh, Topanga. Topanga! <laughs> <laughs> I love how he says it. And Well, I love that Topanga, Topanga does not believe in, like, the institution of marriage, because that is oh, yeah. very on brand for Topanga. Yeah. Yeah. And May and says, you were talking about how she only has the one dress. I believe she wouldn't be into having like all these different clothes. Well, yes, also. we'll yeah. know that later yeah. with togas. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're right. And and Minkus says, trust me, babe, I've seen the future. And I would say don't hire Minkus as a psychic because I have actually seen the future. And I know he does not end up with Topanga. Mm-mm. That's true. Um, nope. Oh, and one more thing. There's a yeah. Mercator wall map in the background of the scene. <laughs> Minkus must be very pleased. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, so then we're back at the so right. So they have the project. They have to put their career like basically map out their future career uh 20 years from graduation. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're back at the house and we find out that Morgan treated her mother's gold necklace for some ugly beaded one. And um she so Amy calls the mom. And the and have you wow. ever heard this phrase? Like, was this a phrase when you were a child? Black, black, no trades back. It sounds no. like it's been canceled. <laughs> that it sounds made up. Like they tried yeah. to make a phrase that was like a cutesy phrase that actually didn't exist. Yeah. No, that was not the phrase. There was two famous no. phrases from Rugrats. Yeah. One of which we really can't say. No. The other one was a taker backer. Yeah. Mm. Yes, yes. Okay, yes. I know which one you're referring to. That is definitely not okay to say. No. Um, yeah, so that's so basically I I think they made it up. Um, mm-hmm. but this mom is like, I mean, we'll get into her later because like I gotta have to rip her a new one. Yeah, but, like, Jane is a oh. lot. She's the worst. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and she gets what's coming to her. It's true. But oh yeah, so all this happens while Amy and um Corey are working on his project, which I have to say, I know Feeney gives him an incomplete. However, his props seemed yes. like very well very done good. and thought out. I was mm-hmm. I was pleased with it. I would have given him points for that, but Feeney just didn't seem to be that into it. No, um, did you ever have like a project like that where you had to mm-hmm. like be like, oh, this is my life after graduation or something. Definitely not. Um, I did have a um, a project where we were historical figures and had to dress up. And I was That's Annie Oakley. I did the same thing. You were who? Annie Oakley? Annie Oakley. I have a picture of it. It's really embarrassing. That's fun. Nice. Who were you? I was Steven Spielberg. Oh. I don't even know what yeah. Steven Spielberg looks like. What? Really? I oh. guess I am. <laughs> He's a white guy with the beard and glasses. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now that you say that, I think I know what he looks like. Does he have round glasses? 
I mean, they're somewhat round, I'm okay. sure. I mean, he's a billionaire. I'm... He probably has every shape of glasses ever. That's true. He probably does the, like, Warby Parker where he gets yeah. he keeps all five of them. E.T.-styled glasses or Jurassic Park-styled glasses. That would be cool. Dinosaurs on the sides. Many <gasps> different kinds of glasses. Ooh, yeah. hold on. There's a sunglass collection from Diff now that is Star Wars-themed, and I'm not a Star Wars fan, but there's mm. the CP3O, CP3, CP, C3PO. C- C- I do the same thing. Don't worry C- about it. He yells C- at me every time. Uh, the gold C- one. Seepers. <laughs> um, he Seepers. his glasses are really good. Um, so wait, <laughs> are they like? I'll okay. show you. It's like his character on the side of them. No, they're like stylish. Um, I really want them, but they're ninety eight dollars, and I'm not even Whoa. a Star Wars fan. Not, what, are yeah. they sunglasses or are they glasses? They're glasses? Sunglasses. Oh, okay, that's expensive then. I thought you meant wow. just glasses. Glasses. Um, that's that's crazy. To you. Um, how about you, Jess? Did you ever? Um, <sighs> I do don't remember anything? ever having to dress up. I know we had to like plan our future, but like sixth grade to me seems very early to make kids do that. Because does mm. anybody know what they want to do in sixth grade? I could do that when I was in fifth oh, grade. Oh, okay. So I'm looking at the glasses. They have like gold. Okay. So mm. if you didn't tell me that they were C-3PO, I would not have like known that because they're yeah. like an homage. They're yes. like yeah. gold metal on the top. So we could post this on our social media as well. Um, And then they have like a, yeah, so it's metal just on the tops. And then they're kind of more open on the bottoms. Mm. Yeah. It's if I wear, please contact me immediately at shit90showpod <laughs> at gmail.com. Thank you. <laughs> um, But yeah, so basically we go back to the school and first is Minkus. He's up for grading first. Which- Hold on. I just... Oh, wait, I skipped something. Okay, no, no, no. I just am really excited. So I was, I want to propose something to you, but I okay. don't know if this is okay. Um, I would like to have each character's proposed futures and, um, and then combat that with their real futures as per Girl mm. Meets World. I now, love it. I did make note bit, of that. Yes. This is a bit of a spoiler for you guys and for the audience but i was wondering Mm. if you felt comfortable with that i know Corey's um future so i'm fine with finding out the rest are you good with that i know what they are oh okay so that's good okay Alrighty. so that's what we're gonna do if anybody has issue with this um too bad you're gonna have to skip ahead a lot Not even 30 seconds more. Okay, so I'll go with the their their proposed career and then you're gonna tell me what they actually became. Beautiful. Minkus wanted to become a software manufacturer. He would also have three kids, and his third kid was going to be named Rainbow Einstein Minkus. And he'd have his third kid by age 32, apparently. Um, so yeah. So what is he actually? So Minkus is the CEO of Minkus International. He's also the head of the Minkus Family Foundation. He is married to Jennifer Bassett who this is a really weird turn of events and Jennifer Bassett was in a storyline called an affair to forget, which is an ex of Sean's that got in between Corey and Sean and broke up their friendship for like a bit of a arc. Hmm. And apparently Minkus married this woman weirdly enough. And they have one child together named, Sparkle Minkus. 
Mm-hmm. So I just threw out yep. a bunch of information to you. Ew. Yeah. So what is his company? Like Mink what is it? I personally don't know because um I I don't know, but we can only speculate that maybe he is in some sort of software development. Um, it's a multimedia conglomerate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that makes sense. Entertainment 720. I feel like Farkle doesn't surprise me, even though I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> you, wait, Jess, did you not know that his son was named Farkle? I did not know that. No, I the, I know very little about the Girl Meets World world. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I know. I know like the gist of things without knowing the the uh, the greater details about Sounds it. Sounds like I should be the one with the podcast. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Boy Meets World rewatch podcast. Thank okay. you very much. Um, yeah, so Farkle is so Girl Meets World has two girls that take the place of Sean and Corey. Mm-hmm. And a Farkle is kind of like half the Minkus, half the Topanga in a way. Like he's like okay. a staple, like Topanga is, but he has like more of like a quirky personality like Minkus. Got it. Okay. Um, so Topanga is my favorite always and forever. And she's going to be president in 2020, to which I say better than what we have going on right now. So I'm all for it. And um, she, I said in my notes, yes, please. Um, she has disbanded the military and gotten rid of nuclear weapons because she ha- like wants like world peace, to which I also say yes, please. And um, she said that everybody wears togas because there's hostile competition that fashion creates that I'm not a big fan of because I do love Topanga's fashion. So I feel like why would she want to take that away? Because she's very unique with her fashion. Mm. And she says that all men are underground and used solely for breeding, which I thought thought was (laughs) hilarious. Well, how do you feel about just men being underground just for breeding? I'll take it. There's a quote straight from far from I almost said Farkle. It's from Minkus. Yeah. Oh yes. The Stuart what is she? Minkus. Your your sperm. What does she call him? Your use for sperm or something like that. Uh, your um, breeding stock. Your breeding <laughs> stock. I'll take it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so what is um what is Topanga's actual job? Uh, Topanga is a attorney in Greenwich Village. Mm-hmm. They live in Greenwich wow. Village, New York. She is married to Corey, of course, and they have two mm-hmm. children, a daughter named Riley and a son named August or Augie for short. Hmm. Okay. I could see that. I could see very, her definitely being a lawyer. Very Topanga names, like Augie, mm-hmm. August. Yeah. There's something else that I just was reading where there was a boy that was named Augie, but I don't remember what it was. It's not mm. a bad name. No. It'd be worse. Um, White collar, Topanga. And then we have um, Larry, who is Feeny, essentially, trying to be a suck up, um, which he gets in trouble for. And I guess I did make a note. I'm like, okay, so I guess he's like the third friend that like sticks around for a while. Friend number Um, three. Yeah. So Yaya, I'm uh, Mm -hmm. Yaya Mm -hmm. is uh, gone. Gone. Because this is is his last episode. Oh. Oh. Yeah, that's disappointing to hear about Yeah, yeah. We were, like, just getting used to him finally. Like, he's definitely, like, the third wheel, obviously. But I assume that it's because Topinga becomes more of a staple. So they don't really need him around. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. So. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we don't have a future for Larry. But um, 
does anybody have a proposed future for Larry? Uh, no. Maybe he becomes maybe no. he becomes the famous baseball player like in Sandlot. No. No, Benny does, but he doesn't. No. <laughs> um. No, we don't care about Larry that All much. All right, so maybe He's Larry done. has no future. He's you know, done. He's done He's for. Done. He's a failed actor who couldn't go. make it. Oh my god. <laughs> boy meets I did. World. I did want to see if he was in anything else, and uh, nothing notable. So Will's not too far off for Larry. Oh, well. Um, and so then we're down to Corey. So Corey says he's going to be a center fielder for the Philadelphia. No, there's somebody else. I'm missing somebody else. Topanga. Oh, Sean. right. Sean is going to be a tire salesman. Like his dad. And he's going to be fat. And because, his uncle. Yeah, because his dad and his uncle and his grandpa are all fat. So he's just accepting it, which like, good for you, Sean. Like, <laughs> we're not judging you. No, I feel like, to be honest, I feel like that's one of those things where it's a very realistic, right? It's I mean, like his genetics family business. Are genetics. Well, not about and, the fatness. Well, that too. <laughs> are you shaming him now? I'm just saying, like, it's a realistic job for him considering mm. it's the family business. And not only that, but it's like a trade profession. So yeah. it's not, and he knows how to do all of those things. It makes sense. Yeah. He's also a muffler specialist. There you go. Mm -hmm. So what does he do he in the homework. actual world? He's a photographer and he's a writer. Mm -hmm. um, there was a whole mm -hmm. big storyline about how he got into poetry towards the end of mm. um, the series or the middle of the series. So he continues to write and um, he's still pretty fit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that makes sense to me. I feel like he would go into something creative. Like as time goes on, he definitely becomes more, more creative. Mm -hmm. Um, oh yeah and now we're on to Corey, who's going to be a center fielder for the philadelphia phillies um we talked about his props a little bit he had like choreos as a cereal baseball card um and this is where i'm going to bring will into things because he's our sports expert so Corey said he's going to be making six million dollars a year he's 32 and he's playing for the phillies so will is that a good price in 2020 or a good payroll i guess in 2020 I mean, for like a mediocre has-been. There you go. <laughs> but is 32 um, like and a ripe age for a I center mean, fielder? If you're a good one, you'd be making more than $6 million. Right, but when do like baseball players retire? Uh, depends how good they are. Like the good ones can go up till they're around 40. Okay. So that's like, so yeah, like, baseball is one of those sports that they like, like play you longer. Could be like right in your prime there, but. Yeah. If yeah, it's not like football. Like football, like you retire really young because you get like your head smashed around yeah. a lot. But if you're the starting center Stra fielder and you're only making $6 million in 2020, then they must have had some injuries or something okay. to put you out there. So he's not Corey really aiming Matthews. that high, I guess. Um, but he also says that like, oh, and this was the other question I had for you, Will. Like, is it common for players to go straight from high school or like I said, even finish high school? He was like in 11th yeah, he grade. Left when he was 17, he said. Yeah. And is that is it normal to, to go like straight to the major league? No. Yeah. <laughs> it's extremely rare. Okay. Like so the it's only time not great anyone ever played that young in the majors is because of other reasons. So I guess I can see why Feeney gives him an incomplete because like those options don't really seem like Corey, even like Feeney knew, which I wonder how Feeney knew how much baseball players were making because he even said that wasn't that much. I right? mean, he sees the news. Like he's the kind of guy who reads the newspaper every day. I guess. Yeah. But, but yeah, so Feeney is not impressed. Feeney's he hip. gives him okay. <laughs> but was this it, was this a response to the forty two dollar forty 
$42 million man thing. Didn't we do that math and like, wasn't mm-hmm. that person making six to $7 million a year? Yes. Yeah. yeah. But that was in 1993. So, so. Yeah. Corey forgot about inflation, which is right. what, yeah. um, what Feeney brought up. Yeah. And Feeney also brought up the fact that he'd have to have like all the, he has all these guys like, okay, are you paying these guys? Mm-hmm. So Feeney's not impressed, gives him an incomplete, like I kind of get it, but I also feel like it's weird. And obviously this is a TV show, but like mm-hmm. he had all this paperwork, but like, did Feeney even read it? Like, was there an essay? Like where was the background? Like, even if he was making $6 million though, he could have guys, like it could be fine. <laughs> Well, obviously, that's still a lot of money. Yes. Yeah. I mean, people, rich people don't manage their own money. They do have financial advisors and managers. So Mm -hmm. I feel like the guys is fine. He said that he had investments in buildings, which is great. Like, people should get into real estate if they have that Mm -hmm. sort of money. Um, He, but also, like, Feeney just wasn't clear about this assignment at all. Like, he said stuff like, you know, tell us what you where you see yourself um at your 20th high school reunion but he didn't say like make sure you have like financial documents to back up what you're saying yeah Yeah. i mean obviously he was very there must have been like an actual handout or something that went over that because like minkus had all that obviously and Mm. um we don't know what kind of grade topanga got but no we don't yeah but yeah so what is Corey's actual job in girl meets world so funnily enough, um, Corey is a history teacher. Mm-hmm. He teaches his daughter Riley in middle school because uh, normal, whatever. Nepotism. He's, he's the Feeny. <laughs> he's the Feeny. And he yeah. follows her to her high school as well. Um, he's, of course, married to Topanga. He has Riley and Augie for the children. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I did want to point out, and we can get this, uh, get into this when we finally get to it in 2030, but <laughs> Corey and Topanga had Riley, their elder daughter, at age 21. It's very young. Yeah. It's pretty young. So when you think about their careers, he's a teacher. She's a lawyer. They have to go to a lot of schooling for both of those careers. And to have a daughter at 21, that's right in the middle of that. She'd be, like, just starting law school. Like, she'd be ending, like, regular, like, Mm -hmm. bachelor degree. And he'd still be getting his master's. Yeah. I mean, people can do it. I mean, people can certainly do it. I mean, what's the age gap between Riley and... like they couldn't afford it because she had, like, what, a full scholarship in college? Right. Okay, she had so gotten into like Harvard or and Yale or whatever it was, right? So. Um, Riley seems like eleven ish or twelve ish, and Augie seems like seven ish or eight ish. Mm. Okay, so there's a decent gap between them, yeah. but um, yeah, that's in that's interesting. They're I still just gonna think... deal with Corey's student loans though, because I don't think he got many scholarships. No, no, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot. I mean, when I was like looking and I knew I did know that I knew what Corey's profession was, but like knowing his growth arc throughout the show, like it wouldn't have surprised me if he became like a therapist or like guidance counselor. So yeah. you see like teacher is kind of like parallel to that almost. Yeah. yeah and I think thing. that Feeney highly influenced him. So I think yeah. that, yeah, Um, I think that's the shortest. Well, one, well, one of the shortest leaps, I guess. It's not that crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's believable. Um, 
So Corey's upset because he gets the incomplete from Mr. Feeney. So he immediately goes home and starts taking down all his like ridiculous baseball decor that he has all over his room. And this is where Will and I were chuckling because he takes down a Jim Abbott poster. Jim Abbott's a Yankee. <laughs> yeah. Why would he have a Jim Abbott poster on his wall? It makes no sense. It's I can't think of any reason other than he's the guy they got for the episode. But so like that's who he's a fan. Is there not a Philly they could have gotten for the show? I mean, I don't know who's I, big then. I mean, but... they probably could have, but yeah. I, I'm glad they didn't because the one Phillies player that's like notable. And I mean, there's some that are notable because they're pretty good then, but like their number one guy is problematic. Yeah. Well, that's good. I, th- I do think like Jim Abbott as well. And I don't know if this is a reason they got him beyond they could get him was like his story, right? Like his, like his narrative of like overcoming the odds and like being a really good yeah. baseball player. Like I mean, maybe that's why. It's a crazy story. He only had one hand. Like, yeah. And to play professional baseball with one hand is pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Wait. Oh, okay. okay. Are we going to get into this now or later? I <laughs> I mean, we can get into it now. It's coming up. So he has yes. one physical hand. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't notice? No. What do you mean? He's yeah. left handed. He's left handed and he has a single hand. His other on his other arm. It's like it, it ends like at his wrist. It, yeah. And he um, plays. He's a pitcher. Yep. He's a pitcher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a left-handed pitcher. All yep. right. So is the story true, Will? Yes. He's a his, real baseball player. Yeah. <laughs> like, but is his whole story about like him wanting to uh, play and his teacher said that he couldn't and then he went to U of Michigan and is that all true? I mean, it. they may have like made some stuff about the teacher like fit the story, but it sounds realistic enough. Like you wouldn't like... If you're the coach of that like kid in high school and he only has one hand, you, you, back in the day, like or even like today, you wouldn't think like, "Hey, that's a guaranteed major leaguer right there." Like he's gonna have a lot of barricades to break through that other players don't. Like, I don't think he could even play a different position other than pitcher. I yeah. literally did not notice, and I did not know this about mm-hmm. him mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. Yeah, that was like that was why I think and, they specifically got him for the show because he had like I mean, yeah, really big obstacles he to overcome. Got a lot of notoriety because of the fact that he only had one hand and he went and threw a no hitter yeah. for the Yankees. Yeah, which is really he, put him on the map. Wow, is he um, the only player that we know of that is differently abled like that? Uh, I'm sure now there are probably more, right? I mean, not right now. No? No. Okay. It's a very rare thing. Hmm. But yeah, so um, so Alan is the one who gets Jim Abbott in to see Corey. Um, and it's because Alan goes up to comfort Corey when he's, like, taking down all his baseball stuff. And it's like, listen, like, you can do whatever you want. I wanted to be an engineer. Um, he's like, I wanted to build bridges. Build bridges. Like the Ben Franklin. Yeah. Yeah. And Which is actually where we got engaged next Yeah, to, it was right next to the Ben yeah. Franklin Bridge. Oh, that's so cool. True story. Yeah. We have a connection to Philly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you guys. Full circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And but like Alan says that his, you know, dreams change. Like then he wanted a family and he wanted a wife. And you know, now he dreams of being a father of a Phillies player. But Corey's just really being a big bummer. And he's taking this very, <laughs> very, very personally. Like Feeney at no point in time said, like, you can't 
be a baseball player or like you don't have the abilities or like you're not good. He just said that he didn't complete his project and that he <laughs> needs to go back home and complete the project to yeah. think of everything. Like he, Corey's like, you, you tell me I have no future. When did Feeney say this? Yeah. I think the problem is that Feeney doesn't ever, like he never minces words. Like he does, he doesn't, use soft language with anybody so instead of yeah. saying like maybe you should have a fallback like maybe you should do the minor leagues first or maybe you should go to college and try to get recruited from there like instead of saying those things he's just like incomplete and it rocks Corey's world <laughs> yeah yeah um mm -hmm. poor Corey. he's being i know a drama queen though yeah so we can yeah. finish up so right so then Corey goes downstairs and eric's on the phone obviously linda is now gone which we love oh, linda we love yeah. linda um mm. so can we trade eric for linda <laughs> <laughs> i just want to see her and morgan hang out i know they were yeah. a fun pair yeah um hmm. so uh, the, it, he's on the phone with somebody and the girl or he's saying to the girl that he did not kiss this third girl he actually was like pinned against the lockers or something yeah and then Corey comes in and takes the phone and he's like you'll have to call her back he's like i don't even know who that was it's like how do you not know who that was so how do you like, not know so was it i because i was thinking that's how him and linda end oh yeah. that he was talking to linda huh but then he says that he, he doesn't know who know it was who's though on the phone. yeah he must have like so many girlfriends like we need the serial music again because this is <laughs> this is a case we have to break. I want to know: Is okay. Eric a player, or is this all just like some sort of conspiracy? Like, I don't know what's going on here. Where is Linda? Where are the Heather's? <laughs> Why was he being pushed up against a locker? Or is he just stealing the story of Corey and Topanga? <laughs> These are the stories. Um. <laughs> I mean, inquiring minds want to know. It is my biggest ambition in life to figure out where all these girls go. Mm -hmm. And the funny thing is, it's like, is Eric like, I guess he's a catch. I guess he's like very charming, I suppose. But he's terrible at dates, apparently. Like, but see, I think they I think they started with that storyline and then either they just threw it away and they're like, we're going to make him a ladies man now. Or the advice Corey gave him about dinner and a movie really paid off. And he went from like, he, you know what he is? You know what he is? He's that boy in school where like you went on summer vacation, let's say like, like, well, he's what, like 15. You went on summer vacation in like sophomore year of high school. Right? You don't see, you see, you're just your friends probably. You don't see everybody. You come back like junior year and you're like, ooh, who's that boy? He's cute. Guess what? He grew like three inches over summer vacation. Oh. Got some facial hair, got some chest hair, got a couple armpit hairs. He's a man. Ooh, okay. That's my theory. All right. I buy armpit it. Hairs. <laughs> Ew. Whoa. I like it. I mm -hmm. like it. So uh, Corey is freaking out and says that Jim Abbott's in the kitchen and mm. uh, Jim Abbott comes out of the kitchen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And also, what is Jim Abbott doing in Philly? Well, you have a game. Do they, they play against each other? Well, they said it's not that far from New York City. So I guess it's like kind of believable if it, if it was an off day or like what whatever time of year it was. Mm -hmm. Like if it was 
off season, like it's kind of believable. Okay. But like apparently the dad sent like over sixty three like telegrams. What is telegrams? Like, what year is it? Telegrams. <laughs> is telegrams even available in nineteen ninety three? I guess so because they referenced it's it. It's very far fetched and ridiculous. That is the most unbelievable part of it for me. Like, why not <laughs> like send like call or like send send and like I guess they don't. What do you have to pay long yet. distance? <laughs> to New York. I feel like it's so expensive. I don't know how much a telegram like mail is. A letter. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how much a telegram is, but I feel like sixty three plus is very expensive mm -hmm. yeah. and this is a yeah. family on a budget yeah i mean Simpsons. here's the thing yeah. the way that amy describes it though like because at the end of the episode alan and amy are discussing like he's like are you ever upset that i didn't become an engineer and the way she describes it is like he has a really good job like i don't know he's a manager of a grocery store right but like we don't know how much managers of grocery stores make like maybe i'm sure he's job. doing fine if you and she's in real he's estate the manager like right. it's not like he's like has a medium, like a bag boy or yeah, something. minimum wage job like yeah. he's not even just the head of a department he's the head of the whole place like, but so i still find it fine but to send that many telegrams seems insane i mean yeah that's just crazy i don't know if that was in the family budget i would have to look at their numbers <laughs> no baloney this week for lunch no. kids no baloney no <laughs> So uh, Jim and Corey have like a heartwarming talk, like we mentioned earlier, about how um, he decided that he his path was to go to University of Michigan, which, by the way, has great Greek life and has a great theater department. But he didn't go to either. But he went to University of Michigan. He made a name there and played ball. And um and then from there, he went to the major leagues and he said that he appreciates his coach um, influencing him to do that because now he has an education to fall back on um, in case needed. Right. And so that, and this is like Jim Abbott is the one who honestly teaches Corey a lesson this episode, not yeah. really Feeney. No. Um, he just wanted him to do his homework. Yeah. Yeah. So just like every episode. So Corey kind of learns this. <laughs> Corey learns this lesson, and you know, talks to Feeney at the end of the episode, saying like, "Listen, me and my dad and Jim Abbott. Did I say? Did I mention it was Jim Abbott? Because it was Jim Abbott. Uh, we came Abbott. up with a plan for me to um to go to college. So that was cute. And Feeney gives them all the like balls that have bounced into his yard back. And we didn't actually. We have to tie up the loose ends on the the Mo Morgan Amy storyline because that one was killing me it was so funny <laughs> oh my god it was so good so um well so basically um amy uh, opens the door uh earlier in the episode to jane and stephanie jane's the mother and um and jane's like a talks like a fancy bitch and she is a bitch and yeah, she really is uh, what does she worst. need with amy's gold necklace is my question bitch if you're so rich go buy yourself your own damn necklace with, with her fake accent like, you yeah, know you're accent. from philadelphia yeah what <laughs> get out of here accent? so um amy offers her coffee and jane right away is like you're not getting the necklace back and then Amy was like, okay, girl, like, calm down. It's not um, about how much it's worth. It's her it's attachment to it. Oh. It's her attachment to it. Um, so 
Stephanie goes into the kitchen where Morgan is sitting at the kitchen table with um, brownies, um, a plastic tiara, and a My Little Pony doll. And Stephanie is very enticed, and but Morgan's like, nah, not yet. Um, so then we cut back to Jane and Amy. They and Jane's like, my husband is a very, very special attorney. Um, <sighs> she doesn't need to work because her husband makes so much money. um so then stephanie comes out and her fancy outfit is gone and but she is where have like one hand is brownie one hand is the little pony she's wearing the tiara and uh jane's like stephanie what happened to your dress and um what happened to her dress so everyone's a con man on um on this show and morgan basically got her to hand over the dress the gold necklace and her mother's car in exchange for the goods and Mm. to which amy is like you know it's not about the value of the car it's morgan's attachment to it and i was like boss bitch amy is amazing yeah giving me good job amy we love that for you clap back yes it was a clap back it was wonderful Mm-hmm. Um, and so I that hope was she funny. kept it. <laughs> yeah, right. She has her hand out for the car keys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I I thought that was cute. I thought it was a cute little like mini B story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then we have oh, like yeah. the, the clip at the end of Corey being a perv again. Like <laughs> so he's dirty. always creeping. Yeah. Always creeping. trying to trying to video record his parents like making out, which was like, yeah. why would you want to see that? Boy? They're doing like sexy talk, and he's like, "Come on, guys, I want some real action." And meanwhile, like, <laughs> no, no, you yeah. don't, yeah, sir, he's, you he's, do not want more action. Nasty. No yeah. action. So, no. um, so yeah, that was a that was an interesting ending scene. But uh, oh, the the also wasn't happened. the camera broken? They must have fixed it. They must have I fixed guess. it. Yeah. Or maybe it wasn't that yeah. broken, only a little broken. Yeah. Yeah. But, but <laughs> oh, yeah, wow. that wraps up our our episode. Um, I thought it was a cute one. I did like mm-hmm. it. I did. I mean, I liked. It was obviously much lighter than last week's. Um, yeah. Which I episode. think they needed. Yeah. Yeah. But there, you could see, like, like you were saying, like there are like overarching storylines, right? Like Corey wants to be a baseball player, which is funny because like, he never plays baseball. But we always hear about baseball. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) we never see much of like clubs or whatever mm -hmm. else. Maybe later. Maybe. Maybe. We never know. I don't remember it. Well, there's a ski trip. Uh, Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, They joined the ski club. So Mm. (laughs) we don't like that ski trip. But no. No. Not a fan. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so that was, that was a good episode, I thought. Um, but I think it's time for Will to participate in his first ever fashion hour. Yeah. I'm excited, Will. I I have something to bring to the table. Oh, he does have something to bring to the table. I'm not sure which one it's going to fit, but I need to bring it up. Okay. Okay. Why don't you start us off then? Uh, should I just say the outfit or should... Well, yeah, you can say the outfit and then we can help you figure out. We got to bring it back to that random friend number three. Yeah, he yeah. He dressed exactly like Feeny, but like 
this isn't so much about the outfit. It's like, how did he know exactly what Feeney was going to dress up as? <laughs> like down to the tie and like the like sweater vest. Maybe. And... Do you remember uh, Monday through Friday uh, underwear? Mm. Maybe <laughs> yes. Is, Feeney maybe has... that's Feeney's like Wednesdays. Yes, that, yes, that's Feeney's Wednesday outfit. What that makes so much sense. Like Feeney's like, I don't want to have to think about what I'm going to wear. I'm yeah. just going to wear the same thing. Every... Yes. Yeah. That's a good point. And also, he, like, had gray hair. And realistically, mm-hmm. he'd be 32. Yeah. Which, like, you could have gray hair. Well, he had the gray mustache, too. He was going could. full Feeny. Yeah. Okay. I feel like that's the good yeah. thing you brought up, Well, All right. But as for these awards, I don't think it went to either of them. Okay. So you just wanted to bring it up as, like, an honorable yes. mention. I feel like it had to be mentioned. Okay. Because right. either okay. he's a real creep that. or Feeny is so structured, he has, like, tags on his clothes for the days. I like that theory. I do. Yeah. Um, okay. okay, so Sarah's proposing the outfits this week. Okay, so for the Rachel Green Award for Most 90s Outfit, the first outfit I'm proposing to the two of you is Morgan's party outfit. So this consisted of a blue puffy sleeve dress with a black collar, sleeve cuffs, sleeve cuffs, and pockets. So all of them were black and they had embroidered cherries on it. Mm-hmm. Um, her hair was in high pony with a red scrunchie to match the cherries, red leggings. Uh, she had blue and white tie lace shoes, the gold necklace, and her accessory was the blue party gift bag. It was like a birthday cake gift bag. And I feel like mm-hmm. we've all had that gift bag or gotten that gift bag. Most definitely, yes. This is a very 90s outfit, especially like cherries were like a thing for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, my second offering is Sean's first uh, school outfit. And this mm. consisted of like an oversized patchwork plaid uh, shirt with a uh, baggy light wash of jeans. And he had like, his hair is very like mushrooming this episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like it was like pretty long for, mm. for Sean. Like he needed a haircut. Would you yeah. have ever worn something like this, Will, in the 90s? I mean, I had a mushroom cut at one point. I'm not proud of that, but it's just. That's <laughs> it's just, a fact of life. It's the 90s, guys. Yeah, plaid was a huge thing, so it's yeah. not surprising. I mean, Sean I, is like king of plaid as I well. I probably have more plaid yeah. now than I did then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was also like purpley and pinky and like just, it was mm. a lot. Yeah. yeah. It was, yeah, assaulting my eyes ever so slightly. <laughs> So my third outfit uh, for you is Stephanie's outfit, uh, which is that purple dress with a matching purple hat with like a floral pattern on the top, red tights, um, some black Mary Jane shoes. And she also was wearing the gold necklace. Mm-hmm. I did love the hat. I have to be honest, because it kind of reminded me of like a bucket hat. And, you know, I love a good bucket hat. How, how did you feel about her outfit? I think it was a tea hat, not a bucket hat. No, it wasn't. A, it was not a bucket hat, but it did like slight bucket hat vibes. I was just mm-hmm. focused on the fact that she wore the gold necklace there. And like, if you Such really want to keep it, just leave it home. Such a flex. Like, <laughs> if the true. mom really didn't want her to give it back, just leave it home. Yeah. <laughs> that is so true. That was a yeah. flex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she, I mean, it's even more of a flex to wear it there and flaunt it yeah. right in front of their faces. So who are you feeling like the award should go to since you're our guest? Uh, it's a tough feelings. one. I, like, I don't want to reward the terrible girl. And I don't think we can give it to Sean since your eyes felt assaulted by it. 
I mean, nineties <laughs> clothes sometimes do that to me, but I yeah. feel like I feel like that little girl. While well, she did get like owned at the end, yeah. right? Like she got conned, she got duped. Mm-hmm. In that moment, she had the BDE or like yeah. the BNE, the big necklace energy. Mm-hmm. Like she was mm-hmm. ready. So I feel yes. like what was her name, Debbie? Like Stephanie. Stephanie. Why not uh, a Debbie? Sounds yeah. whatever. Similar. Honestly, I don't even hold it like against the little girl. Like good on her. For making a deal. Yeah. It's just the yeah. mom for being a total bitch. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. we can give it to Stephanie. Yeah. You go, Stephanie. You get your you award. Go, Stephanie. Good job, Steph. Um, okay. So That's Paul Rudd. <laughs> um, the Paul Rudd certificate of timelessness. So my first offering is uh Sean's tire salesman jumpsuit. <laughs> Um, Sean is wearing a dirty baseball cap, a denim jumpsuit with the name tag that says Jimmy, which I'm sure like those jumpsuits, it's never the name of the person that it belongs to. It's always mm-hmm. a random never. name. It's always like a white guy name too, like mm-hmm. Paul, Jimmy, Timmy. Yeah. 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 Ben. Ben. Dave. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Um, it's a good point. A, a white undershirt. And lastly, just a lot of like different pen options. He keeps his options very wide when it comes to pens. I do feel like jumpsuits are back in now. Like you will see, especially like a um like those green, like army green color mm-hmm. jumpsuits are very mm-hmm. in right now. Yeah. Um, I do appreciate that. Also, I feel like mechanic attire has not updated since like the early That's 90s. true. Yeah, timeless. See that still being a thing. Timeless. And you know what? female outfit jessica this is a mechanics outfit but you know what to be fair it's also like it's very like you can do like an androgynous look with it and we're all about body positivity Mm -hmm. and sean patted the hell out of it and we applaud him yeah so i did like it i like the option Mm -hmm. okay number two is actually will's pick i had that also and this is larry and feeney's poseur Um, and this is a black casual (laughs) suit with a white collared button down a sensible tie a maroon vest and accompanied with a mustache Mm -hmm. sensible tie who doesn't love a sensible tie i love a sensible tie you need a sensible tie yes i mean you need a sensible tie (laughs) if you're not wearing a sensible tie you're just a poser a poser (laughs) And maybe sometimes, uh, even when you're wearing the sensible tie, you're a poser. You won't get tenure that way. Let me tell no. you that. I can look no. it up. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, lastly, it's kind of a nostalgic pick for me, and I'll tell you why. But it's uh, Jim Abbott's outfit, which is a Yankee jacket. Mm-hmm. He has a plaid button-down shirt. And some really nice dark denim, which they're either black or they're like very, very dark navy. And the reason why I picked this is because, um, as I've spoken about a couple of times, my dad worked for the New York Yankees. And that uh, jacket is a jacket that was given out for, well, back then, I think like you could have bought it in stores. But I know my dad has the same, had the same exact jacket. I now own that jacket. And I'll send you guys a picture of it later. So it's a bit of a nostalgic pick for me. So mm. you don't have to pick it. It's mm. like I, I like uh, just because it's my dad's jacket. But that's it's a very that's... classic look, though. Yeah, like, you see that in a lot of media just because the Yankees are a big brand. Like you see that kind of like 
shiny like navy and the pinstripe and, uh, too and, like they're known for like the pinstripes yeah yep yeah mm. yeah and actually last time i went to a yankee game i wore that jacket and i had a couple people ask me where they can get it and i was like oh it's vintage baby <laughs> <laughs> none for you it's legit throughout the big v word yeah vintage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um Okay, so Will, what are your thoughts? So we have it's Sean's. I mean, no, Ooh. we can discuss. We have Sean's jumpsuit. Mm. We have the poser jacket or poser suit, mm. and the classic Yankee pinstripe jacket. All right. Um, I would be in between the suit or Jim Abbott and his look, and I leave it up to you guys to break the tie. All right, Jess. I was leaning more towards like the the jumpsuit or Jim Abbott. So in that situation, I would go Ooh. Jim Abbott. Okay, because okay. we both agree more on that. And right. I do agree. Like the Yankee jacket is a classic jacket. Mm-hmm. It's very mm-hmm. timeless, right? Like the Yankees still have the same kind of look. And I don't mm-hmm. want to seem like I'm biased over here. Or yes, he's a Mets I might fan. Come off as a poser. Poser. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So now you have to admit you're not a Phillies fan. You're not a Yankees fan. No, so I'm a Mets fan. Uh, was there a TV show that like talked equally. about their love for the Mets? What was there a television show where like the character loved the Mets? I mean, probably. Mm-hmm. Spider Man likes the Mets. There you go. That's famously a thing. Peter Parker. Yeah, and the Mets were also a villain in like a movie or two. Oh, that that one with rookie the, of the year. The kid pitched for the Cubs. The one rookie that of the you year. Liked. Yeah. Yeah, we want a pitcher, not a belly itcher, something itcher. Good job. You're welcome. <laughs> all right. She's all right. Nailed it. <laughs> um, all right. So we have our winners for this week. Very exciting. Yes. I thought there were some good picks. Um, mm-hmm. I'm excited for next week's episode. Um, sneaky peaky. It's a Christmas episode. Ooh, Ooh, fun. Yeah. So we're season one, episode 10, if you're watching mm. along with yes. us. Yes. Um, so before we leave, I'm just I have a five-star review that I would like to Lovely. share with the class. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is from m.doc24. The subject is amazing with three exclamation points. Ooh. Yeah. Sarah and Jessica are hilarious. I'm really enjoying the podcast. Keep up the great work. Um, and then this is so weird. And I swear this is not a plant, believe me or not. But the, she says... Or they say, P.S., what do you think Morgan is doing as an adult? Hmm. That's crazy. Isn't that nuts? That's fun. Yeah. Okay, so wait, is she in the is she in Girl Meets World at all? Yeah, um, okay. They, they bring all pretty much everybody back. At I wonder what she well, before we actually find out, let me let me think. I feel like she'd do something super wacky, like zany, like Maybe she, you know what? Maybe she'd like work at like a zoo or something. Like I feel like I could see her being like a um like a zookeeper or something like that. Yeah. Will, what do you think? I disagree with Jessica. Morgan, I mean, she seems to have the gift of gab. I would say. Mm, so I could call. see her either being in some sort of sales position or even being an actress. Maybe she's a podcaster. Maybe she could. I was going to say that I think Morgan could be in fashion. Ooh. That's a good call as well. Yeah. 
It's a very good call. So let's see. She is okay. The wiki doesn't say, but she does. It doesn't say. <laughs> it does, uh, it well, does not say. You know what? All the listeners out there, if you guys have thoughts on what Morgan would be, send them in uh, shit90spod uh, at Gmail and also shit90spod on Instagram and Twitter. And speaking of actually, we've had some really fun things. Sarah's been managing our social media, putting out some really fun like this or that on our Twitter and Instagram. So definitely feel free to do those. They've been really fun. Some of them yeah. are really difficult to choose between like, yeah. oh, what was the one? It was like bagel bites versus um, pizza. Was it pizza? What? Pizza rolls. Pizza rolls. Yeah. I that is a hard rolls. choice. I, I chose mean, bagel bites in a landslide for me. I don't feel like they stand up. I just have the nostalgia. So I'm not mm. picking pizza rolls. Mm. I do think that pizza Pizza bagels or, or bagel bites, bagel bites, pizza mm-hmm. bagels. Yeah. I think they're better than um than pizza rolls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, pizza rolls always burn yeah. your tongue. Yeah, that's true. You have to be very yeah. careful with them. But I mm-hmm. notoriously walked like multiple miles when I was drunk once to get pizza rolls. Yeah, I did not do that for bagel bites. So mm-hmm. no. You gotta, nope. you gotta give it to pizza. And I was not, I was old enough to drink. I mean, by the way, I was not to. doing this as a child. You have to give it to exactly. The pizza rolls. To. We don't have to. No, but feel free to participate in those. They're really yes. fun. Um, at Shania's Pod everywhere. Um, join us next time, season one, episode ten. Uh, we're already ten episodes in. Um, and when you're listening to this, we'll have dropped our special Halloween Town coverage, our bonus podcast. So be sure to give that a listen. Mm. Um, Will, do you have anything you'd like to add? We'd like to thank you for being here with us. I have nothing else to add other than uh, you can, if you like listening to me talk here, you can hear me on another podcast I appeared on about another great show, Community. That's right. You're having a good week. You might recognize another voice on there. I'm not sure who. (laughs) No idea. Yeah, she does a pretty good job as well. And we (laughs) talked about, uh, uh, what was the name of the episode? I'll... It was Jess on there. Yes, it was me. Contemporary um, American Poultry. That's correct. It was community. Is that post-show recaps? If you're curious, if you want to give that a listen as yes. well. Or be a patron. Or be a patron. That too. Give Jess yeah. more podcasts to do. <laughs> Never enough. <laughs> Sarah, what have you been up to? What can everybody look forward to? Um, So if you have not heard me on Pilot Season, which is a podcast that Michael J. Clark does, recapping pilots of course um we covered the politician which was super fun and um ironically timely and um and besides that you can always just find me here um or if you would like to hear my artistry of being a um a part-time haiku poet you can hear (laughs) my talents on the wombat water episode that uh they recently released which was called uh uh, what was it auditory oral experience i believe an oral experience but it was a candy podcast and um i was a haiku specialist on it and that's wombat water and then besides that you can follow me um at sarah ferguson or more importantly follow shit 90s pod um on twitter instagram and email us feedback at shit 90s pod at gmail.com please and thank you 
Absolutely. And feel free to give us five stars. We're always looking to get some more ratings in. We're definitely going to read them if you guys send them in. Um, and I think that's everything. So we will talk to you guys next time on season one, episode 10 of Boy Meets World. Until then, have a good one. Bye. Bye. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big.